Hey everyone, before you start listening to the podcast, I wanted to give out a few special thanks. First, I need to give a special thanks to my father for helping me make this amazing intro. I came up with a basic riff on a guitar, and he pretty much took the reins after that. I also want to thank Maria Creations over on Fiverr for giving me this profile art, and also Logo Parks over on Fiverr who did all the lunch table art and everything. So thanks a lot, guys, and if you guys want to check them out, I have their links in the description of the video. So thanks again, guys, and enjoy. Welcome to the first episode of The Lunch Table. I am your host, Dylan, and I'm joined by my other two co-hosts, Gage and Brandon. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. hey Woohoo! So glad that everyone knows who that was talking right there. That wasn't an introduction so much as a, I'm going to make noise now. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I'm Gage. Um, you might know me from uh, a series called Sports Desk. Um it's very famous. A lot of people have heard of it. If you haven't, go ahead and check that out. And I'm Brandon. Nobody's heard of me. <laughs> I'm not internet famous at all. So at least you guys have your own thing going on. I actually no. I filmed like one section of one of the sports desk things. Yeah, and here's was... a little back info, backdoor info for you guys. If you guys liked the little short of me and me and Gage passed out on the <laughs> desk after a night of binge-filled drinking, me, that was actually Brandon. Eyes. And you can see his foot for a second when he's walking yeah, through his frame. Yeah, actually made a cameo in that. <laughs> Quality. Quality stuff. So, um, what's going on? My, my fellow uh, students. Well, before we get into that, <laughs> I, I'm going to go ahead and explain the premise of the show. Basically, this is just a bunch of guys hanging out like you normally would at a high school lunch table. Just get together and, you know, shoot the shit. There's, we're not going to teach you how to build anything until I get bored and teach you guys how to build Legos or something along that. Oh, no. Every episode, we're also going to have a nice little meal prepared for us today we're enjoying some great value chicken nuggets from walmart Woo. that i so graciously put in the oven for 15 minutes longer than they were my co-hosts <laughs> did not like that they, they they were already in there for 40 minutes they were not in there for 40 minutes they were in there for 20 minutes no and then it was 30 minutes and, and then, then i said they needed five more seven on top of that and to be fair when i was taking them out the five minute timer did rain <laughs> They turned out fine. That's all that matters. Do you see this one? Uh, for you audio listeners out there, which is all of you, um, there's a whole <laughs> dark side to this nugget. Yeah, it's um, the force It's nugget. concaved in for how long it's been in there. Well, if you're not going to eat it, then don't fucking complain about it. Well, what if I am going to eat it? Am I allowed to complain about it? Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's just get into it. Brandon, what's the first topic? Wow, you're really just putting me on the spot Yeah, here. we're going to throw you right into the hot seat today. Um, well, we can talk about video games. What would people normally talk <laughs> about at a school lunch table? Besides school. Cause... Women. Uh, Save the K. It's my favorite <laughs> game. Hold on, i got to get a suitcase full of money. Alright. 
This is only an inside joke to me and Gage. Because yeah. every day at the lunch table, he would make sure he works in a quote about State of Decay and then be like, I'm definitely not being paid to say the State of Decay is great or anything at all. No, nothing not, at all. not sponsored by State of Decay. <laughs> I mean, Don't not, not that I wouldn't be up for it, you know. Yeah. You know, I do a bad, I do a mean honey read. Let me tell you guys. <laughs> oh, I'm aware. I don't think you're allowed to do a honey read now. Uh, I don't need to do the read, but I'm gonna tell you guys to use it because it's very, very good. Save money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I use it anyway. Isn't it, isn't it a free browser? <laughs> honey is a free browser extension that can save you thousands of dollars on hundreds of online purchases. Hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> use code lunch. How do don't I, use code lunch. How do I get it? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to get it. I just know how to it. All right. So, um, Brandon games. said video games. Let's um, let's go ahead and tackle that um, dinosaur. Well, have you guys heard any good soundtracks lately from any newer games? <laughs> be honest, the only soundtracks of video games I enjoy are Souls games soundtracks. Yeah, that's what I was I was going to throw that out there, because me and Dylan have been playing the new Liza P game, and that soundtrack's really good, but well, all of those kinds of games have just good soundtracks. Unless you disagree. No, I mean, you've played it way more than I have. Oh. I got up to, I think, the first boss after the demo ended, and that's only because Brandon made me play it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I, I guess Dylan really hasn't played it as much as I have. That's that's but, true. But it However, is a good it is a good game, and it, yeah, if, I definitely I, grinded through Elden Ring a lot faster than Brandon did. That might be debatable, but either way, I played it on two different consoles at the same time. <laughs> I have no dog in this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Gage is as big of like Souls games as me and Dylan are. No, I, I just like it because they make me angry. <laughs> I like it because it makes me angry. Alright. It's good subject matter. Alright. Alright. Um, and we've got Spider-Man coming out in a couple days. Baby, yeah. I'm super excited for that Spider-Man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um... So much so that I may or may not have bought the collector's edition with the giant Venom statue. Definitely needed it. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that was a need. That was in the need category. That's essential for the <laughs> cosmetics of this room. Right. right. You have enough. You don't have enough stuff, actually. Yeah. I don't. There's, I mean, there's look, white, there's space there's right space. there. So, look at that. Do you see the space on the edge of the coffee table? That's where he's going. <laughs> or on the corner of the Lego table there. Uh, that's the Lego table, sir. That is specifically for yeah, Legos. Get a Lego statue. I have one. Why this is it head. not on the Lego table? Because it's on the 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 bookshelf of greatness. Because <laughs> it's the only place it would fit. All right. <laughs> all right. You don't understand. I have to play Tetris with everything in this room. <laughs> Speaking of Tetris, video games. <laughs> Speaking of Tetris, so you guys play that new Assassin's Creed game? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't That's think... actually kind of a good segue. Cause... Oh, you actually just yeah, you did I, buy it. I was playing it. Um, Gage was over last night, and we were playing it. He was watching through it. We were making some uh, obstute observations by the free-running 
something that needs a, it needs a little work in the game. I'm not gonna lie. Dude, the guy runs around <laughs> like he just ate a whole horse meal, and he's like trying not to puke, but like he's just like, "Fuck, I gotta get to the next area." And then when you watch him bolt, it's like, "Okay, let me gently <laughs> bolt this real quick so I don't puke." So this is the like the dude from Valhalla that shows up like in I the think beginning. So because like it's like because in the in Val- store that you get like. He's got a, like, Basim Valhalla skin, and I'm pretty sure he's from Valhalla, but I didn't play it, so I don't know. Like, I, I only remember, I didn't play much of Valhalla, but I remember in the beginning, like, right when you start to get, like, doing assassin stuff, a dude that looks like a normal assassin from back in the day shows up, and I'm pretty sure that's him. So this, yeah, this just is, must but... be, like, his, like, origin story, I guess. So... But yeah, I, I didn't play Valhalla enough to really like know any. So I if will the, say I'll give the I'll give Mirage this. It is a good balance between the new way that they were doing Assassin's Creed and the old games. Like you could actually assassinate most of the enemies instead of having to wait and level up your assassination abilities and and insta kills. And like yeah, you have you can level up your weapons and stuff, but it's like you have to go out and find the schematic for the certain weapon and. It's it's got a good charm of the original like um, Assassin's Creed. Like you can parry and insta kill enemies most of the time. I think they have a little bar above them. You have to bring that all the way down. But like that makes the game feel like an Assassin's Creed game as opposed to oh RPG set in ancient Egypt. What's that? Assassin's Creed? <laughs> no, we'll tie it in somehow, but yeah, we're going to make it an RPG game. The last, like, three or four games have, like, more or less been the same game. Like, in terms of, like, gameplay and what you do, and you're just in a big world, and it, they're all third person, and you go around and get a gajillion weapons, and so you're always, it's a loot like fest always, most of the time. And you're always switching weapons that you use, so you can never, like, dedicate yourself to one, because... Yeah, you can level it up, but I'm pretty sure you could only level it up so many times before you couldn't do it anymore, and then it became useless for the rest of the game. And Should we talk uh, about the particle effect? Weapons? Okay, <laughs> so, in, as you know, instance, I, I get, cool. <laughs> I get the like, deluxe edition of every game. Is this in Mirage? Yes, mm-hmm. oh, so, okay. in Mirage's deluxe edition, they give you Prince of Persia-inspired weapons amount of bird and like a little charm that you keep on you. But the charm and the weapons all have a particle effect that's like, it's super neat in the loading screen because you see the red and the blue and they're kind of like flowing off you like um, sand and whatnot. But as soon as day hits and it's like light outside, it's like, I'm pretty sure the game is lagging because all of the particles are trying (laughs) to be generated while you move because they're always on you regardless if they're sheathed or not. And I think it's neat, but at the same time, like, you also had a combination of having a bird and a horse also <laughs> have particle effects fly behind them. Oh, yeah. Well, the bird actually works really well, mm-hmm. I thought. But yeah. I don't think the horse had the particle effect. Yeah, just I slightly. Uh, maybe it was my particle effects just flying <laughs> off the horse. Because <laughs> you always have them going off you, and I like the weapon because you can like slow time down when you do a perfect parry or whatever. Have Which, you gotten, well, you probably haven't got gotten too far into the story or anything, but... Uh, I got far enough to get all the stuff that I bought on the, like, new Play Store <laughs> with all the credits that I had, um, just so I could see what they all look like, but you have, like, Ezio's Revelations costume, Altair's costume, um, Basim's, like, Valhalla costume, 
and then you get a new bird that Gage thought was really funny because it had a mohawk. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it has a duster on its head. I'm like a little Swiffer wet jet up there. I mean, me and you, Dylan, were just talking about this the other day, but I still just don't understand why the bird is like the new thing. Like, I, it was cool for like the first couple games, but I cool don't for like Origins and um, Odyssey, which made sense because like Origins they introduced this new mechanic, and Odyssey was like, oh yeah, Zeus is like. All powerful as symbols. The eagle. You got the eagle because you're chosen by Zeus or whatever. And that made sense. And then Valhalla got one. I'm pretty sure they got a raven, though. And it was supposed to be like Odin's raven, which made sense. But at the same time, like I don't think you always need that. Like It helps. It, it's a super useful tool for um, like getting into places. And at least now, I don't know if the other three games had it, because I didn't get very far in them. But when you go towards like a fort or something you call your eagles some forts have archers that shoot the eagle down so like you have to take them out before you use your eagle to scout the rest of the place out Hmm. so at least it's like oh now there's like consequences to calling your eagle sometimes but it's not like he dies he's just oh he flew away because someone shot at him so go take care of him and then you can call him right back and he'll be okay (laughs) go comfort him real quick (laughs) there was one part where i was trying to scale an inner wall while I was on the outer wall and me and Gage are sitting there like brother you can uh, there's sometimes where he glitches and it looks like he's hovering through the air and then grabs a ledge that's like oh. 90 degrees next to him but oh, we're I, trying I, to grab the other side and he's like ah, I can't reach it we're just gonna fall all the I way down right about some <laughs> of the objects in that game like <laughs> they have binds everywhere and there's <laughs> certain places where it's like it's specifically set up that it makes you look like you have to go this way and the vines hey i can climb those and get right to where i need no you can't climb vines <laughs> in this game uh even though they're fucking everywhere i don't that <laughs> you can't climb any of them what i was telling gage last night was like i think assassin's creed has evolved so much to like have the environment look so realistic that it's hard to tell what you can climb on now as opposed to like black flag where it was really obvious to oh i can scale that wall i can do this and that but like this one it's so hard to tell that because all of the scenery looks so like oh it's all supposed to be there like yeah we didn't have we didn't have intricate like vines and like such level of detail back in the day but now since everything looks so good it i guess it they're either going to have to just make all of this shit climbable on now or just stop making the games <laughs> look so good. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I think it is a step in the right direction, and hopefully m- more people agree that old Assassin's Creed is better, but like, I don't know. That's Assassin's Creed, whereas like Odyssey Origins and um, Valhalla was like more of an RPG based in the Assassin's Creed world. With historical events right. throughout. <laughs> like, like it, they're cool settings, yeah. but they're not cool Assassin's Creed games. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that I had to go and spend, like, ten hours upgrading my hidden blades so I can maybe get half health on one of these enemies when I air assassinate them, as opposed to Connor Kenway, who can, like, double assassinate from the air of a fucking mana war that he's jumping off of and be totally fine about it and, like, kill everyone on the ship because he's a badass. Like, 
Yeah, that was one thing that I liked about the old ones is just the sense of progression. Like, or at least, at least like when you first start for a specific character, like Ezio obviously starts with one hidden blade for some time, and then eventually you get two, and then yeah, you can assassinate two dudes at the same time. And Not then to mention his revelations hook blade, which right. has never made an appearance again. Like, no, that thing was super cool because you'd be flying through the air, and there's a rope next to you. You could reach out with it, and then like zip line down with that instead mm-hmm. of dying on your way down but like Ezio definitely i feel like was a uh, developer favorite because he got three fucking games when everyone else got one yeah <laughs> uh, everybody else kind of that was when they just started like sticking with the same family tree sort of and they didn't continue one character they just had connor and then they did hatham and then they edward. did edward and so all of them are related just from different time periods well, and i guess hatham didn't really get his own game but... it did. rogue was hatham's game oh i never fucking played that one <laughs> rogue was literally more or less a north american reskin of black flag but you still had your ship you had more like icy waters to traverse but like connor was hatham's kid and hatham i think was edward's kid's kid uh, maybe Hatham was Edward's kid. Well, I thought that uh, I thought that Edward was Hatham's like grandpa or something uh, yeah, like that. Yeah, that's why that would be his kid's yeah. kid. Um, but I don't know. I never played through all of Rogue, but I did get far enough to know who the main character of that was. And then I stopped playing for a while. I didn't play Unity. I didn't play Syndicate. I think I picked back up with Origins and then did not play that one very far because I didn't like the direction it took. Yeah, you're you're doing yourself a favor by not playing Unity, so that's all. See, you say that, but like from what I've read and whatnot, Unity got better. It might have. Like, Maybe it got a No Man's Sky treatment, and thirty years later, it's actually a good game, which should not ever happen. By the way, <laughs> I just hate how games do that. And like, I brought uh, this up to both of you. I am pretty tired of a game coming out and everyone just accepting the fact that it's gonna have bugs. Like, you guys you can finish the fucking product. game, yeah. and then everything you update from there on is quality of life improvements, mm-hmm. not fixing the game that was released broken. Yeah, it should be like. Oh, we added, like, um, this stuff to the windows, so, like, you can see a reflection now. We added uh, water physics that are, like, better now instead of, like, the other stuff. But, like, instead it's like, oh, we made it so you can actually progress the storyline correctly now, and... Uh, well, that, that was about an, that was about three weeks after the game released that we released that one. That so. goes for a lot of new games now. That's what I'm saying, is I'm like, fucking tired of that shit. Well, the biggest one for me was Battlefield Five. It actually ended up being a good game once it was finally <laughs> done being a game that no one was playing it anymore because they're because like, it I'm was, tired of it, waiting for these bug fixes, and every time a bug fix came out, that fix would actually break two other like features in the game so cut off one head and seven more grow back because battlefield was buggy as shit and all i want to do is just kill some nazis um i think a really good example of what games should uh strive to be on release is Baldur's gate 3 and i know i'm really the only one to invest in any time into it but like when it came out uh for the ps5 because I didn't have it for the PC. It worked. The whole game worked. Yeah, there was a glitch here and there, but it was more like, um, wow, he fell down on an area that like was solid ground. So like, it's not like you fell through the earth. You just 
kept walking over air and then fell down and took a little fall damage from it. But it was more just like, oh, we just forgot like something in that one particular area for physics. Right. Um, there, there are a few fun bugs from that that were like, oh, now you can do all this stuff. And like, that was a whole speedrunner thing. But like, I'm just tired. Uh, like how Jedi Survivor came out and it was more or less unplayable yeah. on the PS5. Like, how, as a developer, can you be okay with releasing something that is unplayable? <laughs> and there's certain games that are out there that, like, you start the game and there could be a game-breaking glitch in the first five minutes of the game where you can't progress anymore or you're soft-locked into an, a tutorial and you can't do anything. So, at a certain point, you gotta start thinking, well... Do we still keep giving these companies money for a game that's unfinished, or are we no? Too that's why I did brain rotted to the point where well, I need to have the next game and I need to be able to play it with everybody else that's playing it, so I'm not missing out. And that's why I didn't buy Mirage off the uh, rip. It was mm-hmm. like I was like, well, I didn't like the last three Assassin's Creed games. And I haven't watched anything on this one to see if I'm even going to like it. It wasn't until Brandon showed me a video that I was like, okay, I guess it's I'll a step it. in the right direction. <laughs> We're going the right yeah. way now. And you can no. at least see just from the, what, 10 to 15 minute video we watched mm-hmm. that it's not the old games, at least. No. One thing I wanted to just touch on when you guys were talking is this is something I think me, me and Dylan have. Gage probably would be the same way, but how we're playing Mortal Kombat and the icons don't go away to like tell you that there's new shit, but Call of Duty does the same thing. And it's like every Call of Duty that's came out, it'll give you the icon up in the top to be like, Oh, you have, you have a new gun or a new attachment or whatever. And it doesn't go go away. Like (laughs) like looking for your new shit. You're like, where's that? You could have a charm for a gun. It won't tell you that. But you're like literally looking at everything. It's like, where are you ready for the best quality of life thing that Mirage has that like, I didn't know about until last night when I was grinding through it. So in your codex, you unlock a bunch of shit and it tells you when you hit pause, that you have things in your codex. So you scroll over to your codex, you open the one that has something in it, and you can just push the left stick and it clears all the like stuff in it. Yeah. Why yeah. is that not a standard thing for any game that you can just yeah. clear no, all yeah. of your new shit? No, I so I I don't really like Fortnite that much, but I just play it with my girlfriend sometimes and Humble they break, they they do that. That's like a so when you tab over to like all your shit that you have like skins whatever, there is like a clear all section and I'm like that's I'll give you props. Like that's the only thing that you do that I'm like kind of okay with. Well, Fortnite's like a 40-year-old game at this point, so yeah. True. They've it, had a lot of time to fucking work that out. I got to wonder if that was a thing in the beginning of I it. I I feel like when I even when I first started playing like a couple years ago, I don't think it was. So I think they actually have added that in since then, but it, But you also got to remember Fortnite isn't a, a traditional game. It's actually a testing ground for the engine that it's playing on for every other <laughs> game. As funny as it sounds, it's true though. Like, yeah, that is that's true. how they test all this new like web swinging mechanics for the Spider-Man game, except or the Spider-Man game came out way before that. So mm-hmm. or destruction of buildings or right. whatever it is. 
And which I would argue that Battlefield had before Fortnite came out, but oh, the, the Battlefield <laughs> Levolutions. Yeah. Does anybody remember the commercials for the Levolutions of Battlefield? You don't remember the commercials I mean, that were super was, badass? They were like, "Oh my god, I can't wait!" And then you go there, and, and it's like you, play you can destroy the game one building. <laughs> there's a map I can't remember the name of it, but there's a giant tower, and snipers are always up there. And if you you know blow up the cables around it, oh, just like a big fall. satellite thing, yeah. yeah. And once it falls, I mean, it's just kind of done. And you might miss it. Like, <laughs> you could be off in a different part of the map, and you're playing that, and you're having a good time, and the evolution happens, and you don't see it. And it's not like a game-changing moment. It's just kind of a side piece. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I have. I do not remember those at all. It was so. They were marketed as like. It was the most epic. Oh, thing this is <laughs> this is the next level of first person gaming. <laughs> it was like revolution, and it showed like thirty buildings being blown up, and you're yep. fighting through the rebel of rubble of all of them, and then mm-hmm. and then you get in the game, and it's like the uh, meme of No Man's Sky, where it's the shitty recorder version of Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I no actually now that you mention that that just like opened my eyes to a, a video I remember seeing a really long time ago for, um, uh, fuck, what's the name of the game? You want to describe Rain, it? A Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. Uh, I remember watching the fucking, like, reveal trailer for the, yeah. you, or, who makes that game? It's not Ubisoft. Uh, uh it's, uh, or, the same one. Like, like Tom Clancy and it, yeah. yeah Tom Clancy's well, like Ubisoft does this shit all the time, but they're so good at, like, Making games look so fucking cool. They've got a really good marketing team. That they team. basically haven't even fucking made, like... Yeah, you you see mini trailers for movies, it seems. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it looks super cool and you're invested, and then when you get the game, it's not as... Like, you get this game, and I remember watching the trailer, and these guys go in through the fucking roof yeah. and, like, blow up a spot on the roof. It's not, like, a predetermined... Like, in the real game, they're, like, predetermined spots. You can't just, like, blow up whatever you want. So they made so, it feel like you could Yeah, but right? they made it feel like you could. And so you, they, like, put a fucking satchel charge down and, like, kill this guy in the bathroom. And then they're, and like, the shooting through, through walls windows. and shit. And, and then you get the real game. And then it's, like, you <laughs> really can... you. It's Here, like let me every, hold you hand. And like, like, let me show you that you can only destroy this wall, yeah, yeah. and then you can build a barricade, but only on these two walls. Like, all the walls are kind of segmented, so you can only do things on, like, certain sections of the wall, and there's only certain spots you can blast, like, through the floor and the roof and shit. But yeah. the fucking trailer for that game was not like that at all. It was insane. Which is why, for the most part, I've stopped pre-ordering games anymore. It's like, until I see actual gameplay of someone from, like, my the real world not like the little fucking marketing team play the game yeah. i'm i'm done playing it however spider-man 2 is the exception mortal kombat is the exception to that as that well you too. had that pre-ordered too but i but like at the was, same time it's a it's a mortal i mean what are you really going to be able to do that like they're not showing off in the right. trailer like, we had already watched like a lot of, about that game mortal kombat 
fighting games in general typically like show a lot because you have they show like every character so you get to just see like every specific person up until they come out and but mortal kombat specifically like we're pretty and excited like, for anyway that's my favorite part about new nether realm games is like every whenever they announce a game they have so much of a hype train leading up to it by showing every new character that they're putting into it and that that's what gets my dick really hard i'm not gonna lie like i i'm super like okay yesterday they just released the trailer for omni man's um gameplay and everything and holy shit the fact that like they put all of the stuff from the show as like his two fatalities and his x-ray they're all like callbacks to that and then he's got like a fucking um counter that's like he'll fly behind you and snap your spine and that's from the show too and that's all super badass now the only question i ask you gentlemen is is his mustache going to be the gear piece that's customizable (laughs) well i'm glad gage agreed i am like the i've started to jump on that train because like he doesn't have anything else he can customize. I'm like, like I'm like the, maybe. <laughs> I'm like the fucking like dude in White Run in Skyrim that's standing outside the statue, like praise what the whatever god it is. And you I, claim to be a gamer. I, Jesus, that's like a fucking twenty year old game. Yeah, but it's been released like thirty times. This is twenty year old game released thirty times. Twenty year old game just came out. Two it's year, two Talos, year. big cat. Yeah. Okay, Christ. but you got the analogy that I was making. I I'm calling it that his his mustache is his gear piece, and I will stand by it. Okay, mustache basic- might be like not the right word. I think it's gonna be facial hair just in general, yeah. and like because there are scenes from the show where he's got a full beard after he went into a new dimension, and mm-hmm. there's like um things from the. Uh, comics that i'm currently reading through that he's got like even more facial hair when he's locked in prison yeah (laughs) spoiler for anyone who you know if you didn't know i I will say (laughs) i will say this though the uh comics are a big kind of like left turn from the show everything in the show is in the comics but they also skipped over a lot of stuff in the comics. Yeah, that now that you, so show. you've actually now that you have read through the first compendium, I know I asked you this before, but uh, so the 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 compendium does actually like deviate from the show or the show. The show deviates from, from, the, from comics, the compendium but quite it's a bit. Not then. like okay, so spoilers for anyone who like hasn't seen Invincible and wants to watch it. So better fucking pause right now and skip ahead a little bit. But anyway, um, five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> Omni Man when he kills the Guardians, it's a big fight scene in the show, and it shows him killing literally everyone in a specific way and everything. Whereas in the comics, it's one page, and it's just every Guardian is dying, and when a mortal comes, he's like, "Why are you doing this to us? We we're friends." And then he like cuts his head off, and he's like, "You guys are weak." And then that's the end of that issue of the comics. Where, like, hmm. that's where I think the show did a lot better demonstrating what happened there. However, that also happened way after everything else that would have happened, like, in the show. Like, where season one ended, like, maybe an episode before that would have been where Omni-Man kills the Guardians. They're around for a lot longer in the comics than they are in the show. In the show, okay. But, like, there's also a part in the comics that's, like... Oh, this guy's a multiverse hopper, and he's getting all of his fucking, like, um, doppelgangers, and he's trying to get all their memories together. But Invincible comes in and takes out the Mahler twins that were helping him, 
and he accidentally destroys the whole building he was in, so he gets, like, genetically mutated. That happened before, like, uh, Robot got his, like, human body in the show. Robot didn't get his human body till the, like, the last three issues yeah. in that compendium. Oh, like, in the comp- <laughs> yeah. He didn't really get it until, yeah, the very end of the first season. Actually. Right, but, like, even that, there was so much other shit that would have been happening. And, it, I mean, like, they're both good. It's it's nice to the source material where it uses everything from comics. But it's also, like, it it's deviates a, a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, in the show, Mark doesn't have his powers until, like, halfway through the first season or something. Mm-hmm. He gets them on the first panel of the, like, comics. Like, in the first issue, he's doing the burger thing where he's throwing the trash into yeah. space. And he's like, oh, I guess I have powers now. And, like, the next thing is them at the dinner table. And it jumps a lot faster in the comic. But the show, obviously, they have to flesh out the characters a little more in a show because they weren't even sure if they were going to get a second season when they started it. It was more just like, let's uh, let, let's try it. You know, yeah. Steven, you want to come in here and you want to record Mark's voice? And oh, well, who, who would be good for Omni-Man? And everyone looks around the table and they're like, J.K. Yeah, Simmons. And they flop their dick out and get J.K. Simmons <laughs> to be the voice for Omni-Man. And... Which is even funnier because Omni-Man, even in the comics, like a lot of people have different, like, uh, art styles in the show, but Omni-Man in the comics still looks like the J.K. Simmons-inspired Omni-Man from the show. Yeah. And it's just super badass, and I love him. They definitely him. had him in mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh, who wrote them? He did the same as The Walking Dead. Who? who? Um, Robert Kirkman. No. Robert Kirkman. Yeah. He, which also, during the multiverse fight, or Mark gets sent to the Walking Dead universe for a second, and he's like around a bunch of zombies, and he's like, "Shit, where the hell am I?" It would have been funny if he was sat in the circle. Yeah. Like he gets, he knocks Glenn out of the way because <laughs> you know they're voiced by the same character, yeah, which is yeah. really funny. But if you didn't know, that. <laughs> um, do, if, do uh, also for voice actor aficionados out there. Smoke from Mortal Kombat 1 is voiced by Steven Yur- uh, what? How do you pronounce Young, his last name? Uh, no. Yuri Lowenthal. Yuri Lowenthal, not Steven. But, um... Uh... Anyway... Uh... Smoke is... <laughs> voiced by Yuri Lowenthal, who voices Peter Parker in the Spider-Man games. <laughs> and I was... We were sitting there, and I was looking up, like, all of the uh, voice actors for Mortal Kombat 1, because I had a question about one of them, and I was like, Yuri Lowenthal's in this game? And I text Brandon about it, and he's like, who the fuck is it? And I was like, it's Smoke. And he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it is, dude. And now, like, when I go back, I only listen to Smoke, and I'm like... I can hear it now. I can barely hear it, because he's a very good voice actor, but, like, mm-hmm. same with Mark Hamill being in Invincible. Who are we talking? Who are well, we Mark like? Mark Hamill's done a lot of voice. Effects. Well, yeah, but Mark Hamill's also like ninety years old, so he's in everything that like old. matters. They the got- sad part is like Mark Hamill's never going to be back as the Joker because uh, he won't do it without um, his counterpart. Uh, Batman was what was his name? Brandon. Hmm? Brandon. What was Batman's name? What was the voice actor for Batman? Uh, that died. God damn it. Well, now that you, like, put me on the spot, I don't know. Oh, God, I'm going to have to look it up. I was already in the process of, like, looking something else up that I wanted all right. to talk one, about. One su- please bear with us here as I am not prepared at all. <laughs> Batman, voice actor. I'm going to think of it, like, as soon as you're about to find it. 
I think Christoph Waltz would be a good Joker. Was it Kevin Conroy? Yeah, Kevin Conroy. Okay, yeah. Uh, Mark Hamill went on record and was like, I'm not going to do the Joker if Kevin Conroy is not going to be the Batman for the Joker. And now that he's dead, like... <laughs> uh, rest in peace to that idea. Rest in peace, my good man, Kevin Conroy, who was literally a goat. Yeah, like, f- fucking... Uh... Invincible had a really good like voice. They had cast. a goaded cast. Well, like they, they literally took from the Walking Dead uh, casting list. They now that I'm looking at this, they really did. I I, <laughs> I have to like vis- I have to visually see most of these people. One of them that I really wanted to like point out is not on here that I know Who was of. It? Oh, Justin Roiland is on here. Yeah, I remember him being in there. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, never. No, never mind. He's yeah. He's the. He literally just sounds like. Rick, mm-hmm. I think. And, yeah, it's the frat. It's the frat guy. It's never the mind. frat guy that shows up for like <laughs> one <drunk>. scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, Clancy then... Brown, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Damien, who's Damien Dark? Damien Dark was the uh, hell guy, like the detective. Oh, right. Yeah, you know what? Oh, now... also in the comics, it's really funny because he doesn't get banished by Cecil or anything like that in the comics at all. He shows up after everyone has already found out that Omni-Man killed the Guardians, and he comes in, and he's like, I need to talk to Cecil. And the lady's like, um, he's in a meeting right now, can I take a message? And he's like, I know who killed the Guardians of the Globe. And she's like, yeah, everyone does, idiot. And then he gets laughed out, and he's just never in the... Well, he might be in the comics, I haven't gotten farther in, but he's not in the rest of that compendium, so wow. like... <laughs> Because, like, Omni-Man's fight with Mark gets, like, le- the audio of it gets leaked to the public, so they hear him, like, confessing to everything he's done and everything, so... In the comics, anyway. I don't, I don't know how they're gonna challenge the show with that or not. <laughs> You've got Glenn from Walking Dead, Steven Yoon, I'm yeah, guessing Steven that's Yoon. how... Yeah, you got J.K. Simmons. Oh, I know this lady that voices... Uh, Mark's mom, she's just Would from... Would you, like, go to school with her? Or? No. Oh, <laughs> she's from, like, <laughs> fucking Grey's Anatomy or something. No, I don't watch that show. Uh, I'm a man. Don't, don't know who Adam <laughs> is. I'm joking for everyone who likes Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> uh, it's just not for me. <laughs> yeah, Mark Hamill voices Art. What an absolute... Can't forget about Seth character. Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen's in there as uh, Alan the Alien. Yeah. Which is... Pretty cool because um, he's got a pretty big part. Like after that, everything that happens in season one, two, like in the comics, he's got a really big part. Well, I, I thought it was cool because he also is the, if I'm not mistaken, executive producer for the boys. And I think he's. I know he's in the show in the season one. He's talking about like I, I movies and stuff, but I don't know if he's executive producer. I, I think or not. he is. I think he's. You know, executive of... is just a little term they throw in front of people to make them feel important. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you guys are executive producers on the show. <laughs> but um, I just thought it was a nice nod that he's still like within the superhero universe. And... Well, Seth Rogen's always been a big proponent of superhero stuff for as like, long as he can do things. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seth Rogen voices the like 
the alien dude. Brother, you're like five minutes behind on that. We literally just talked about that. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. we, you said Seth Rogen, and we were like, Alan the Alien. Yeah, he's got a big There's somebody part. that I'm... Well, I'm looking for... I know Keith David voices somebody in here, too, but I can't remember. I don't just think... look it, up Keith David Invincible. I don't think it was very, like... I, well, I'm on the entire thing, so I just wanted to look at who the other people were. Well, uh, Seth Rogen was an executive producer for The Boys. So. Like, for all three seasons, or just the first one? I don't remember him showing up in the other seasons. Well, I mean, being an executive producer, he's producing the show. That doesn't mean he can't show up in it. Most of the time, directors and producers show up in the shows that they're just saying. He's still part of the show. Like, um, Takio Wadi, I think that's how you pronounce it. Like, he he was in Thor 3 and Love and Thunder, which, you know. Take it how you will. Some people weren't a huge fan of them and whatnot, but you know, I I have personally hit the superhero fatigue. Yeah, where it's like I just can't I can't do any more superhero like movies from Marvel and DC to an extent too because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, I think the biggest problem with DC, I think they were doing okay up until the first Avengers movie, and they were pretty pigeon-held about how they're going to go about the rest of their franchisees. Just because Batman is arguably the most successful series that they have. And the problem with Superman, Batman is... Superman as well, but like he has a lot of hit and misses. Batman the problem with Batman is they have 13 different Bruce Waynes. Yeah. They've got Ben Affleck, they've got Christopher Nolan, they, or um, was it Christopher Nolan? Or is that the producer uh, director of that? Yeah, that's the uh, director. Um, Brandon, who's who's Batman and Christopher Nolan's? Um, Christian Bale. Um, it was Christian Bale, Ben Affleck. They brought fucking uh, fucking Vulture back. What's his fucking goddamn? I'm so bad with actors' names. I'm just now realizing. Um, I I know what you're talking about. I uh, so Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. And now they have, uh, who I think did a really good job at the Batman. At the Batman. Was, uh, the newest one. The three-hour Batman movie. (laughs) Riddler was the main enemy. Edward from Twilight. I guess. I I didn't watch Twilight. Twilight. I don't know. I think he did a good job as Bruce Wayne Batman. A lot of people don't. Because they're uncultured swines. But you know what? what, what whatever, whatever. <laughs> well, uh, the point I was getting at with bringing up the Batman was... Uh, I mean, Marvel really hit it out of the park with the first Avengers. And uh, they were kind of just left in, in the dust after that. Because they were trying to do catch-up. And then they start forcing characters into situations together. I'm just going to say... Build DC needs to like burn everything. <laughs> Just, like, start with animated movies. They've always been well, better yeah. at animated movies. Just stick to an animated universe where you only need voice actors, and oh, it would work so much better. I think they just need a hard reset. That's what they're trying their... to do. I think James Gunn is trying to hard reset the whole universe. The problem is, Peacemaker Season 2 is coming out, and he wants to retcon Season 1 and, like, reset the whole thing. 
Uh, it doesn't work when there's a continuous show. <laughs> you can't write on the first well, season, otherwise the second season like, doesn't mean anything. He wrote the Suicide Squad movie. Like, he directed yeah. that. He didn't write it, I'm sorry. But he, he directed good, yeah. that one, and I don't know if he wants that part of the thing. And the Batman and Flash movies that just came out, he wants to retcon those ones, too. Like, mm-hmm. brother, you can't release all these under the same title and then be like, no, no, no. You know what I think? I think he's trying to erase everything about DC because he likes Marvel better. Because after Guardians of the Galaxy, he was like, you know what? I don't think that's what he's doing. <laughs> I don't think in the slightest because James Gunn is done with Guardians. <laughs> Three was the ending, and I didn't watch it. Yeah. And that's actually one of the series I enjoyed, so I should probably go and watch that one. Yeah, I need to watch the third one too. Did either of you watch like the new version of the Justice League movie that they made, like the Sn- yeah, cut. the Snyder's cut? No, because I couldn't sit through the first. Yeah. I couldn't sit through Batman versus Essentially, Superman. it is way better and it's what it's Yeah, I was like, I thought that one was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't watch it because I couldn't watch Batman versus Superman, which he also directed. <laughs> I fell asleep before I even knew... Batman didn't even show up when I was fucking asleep. Like, like I don't blame you for, like, not wanting to because the first one was kind of meh, but I, I know that, like... Oh, I there were overwhelmingly like positive reviews. About I'm just telling you what Zack Snyder stands. I'm be honest, like anytime he makes something, everyone on the internet who enjoys anything he's ever done is all up in arms with their dicks twisted. Yeah, about, I, like oh, you guys just don't like it because you don't understand art. Like no, he just didn't do a good job with Batman versus. What are you talking about? It was not a good movie. Yeah, I I'm Where, not I'm not like trying to like, like defend Zack Snyder. No. I'm just saying I I didn't know if it was actually really good or not. In his defense. I love The Watchmen. <laughs> As you guys can tell, there's an entire section of the bookshelf just yeah. dedicated to Watchmen. He directed the Watchmen movie, which I thought was pretty decent. They did have a weird thing at the end that was, like, really deviated from the comics. Like, spoilers to anyone who hasn't seen this, like, ten-year-old movie at this point. But, like, at the end, he teleports... Um, I think he teleports a bomb into the middle of New York and it destroys a bunch of people. Whereas in the comics, he teleported a genetically mutated squid into New York and yeah. it made it look like an alien invasion. So yeah. the entire world came together. Yeah, you're that. right. Like a fucking apocalypse happens yeah. with like aliens. That's in the comic, right? Yeah, in the comic, yeah. he does the alien stuff. But then they made um, a Watchmen TV series, which I think only has one season. Because apparently no one else liked it. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Wake up, um, sheeple. <laughs> yeah. in that was taken into custody. And he's, like, kept on a ranch or whatever away from technology. And, like, he's kept in some sort of bubble. I didn't really watch, I didn't really watch the whole s- seasons. I, um, I'll be honest. I'm a fake fan. But whatever. <laughs> Um, he was like kept there and then someone came in and they're like, you need to get out of here. The world needs you. And he was like, I was put in here because I jeopardized the world. And like, uh, cause Rorschach's journal got out and he wrote about like everything Ozymandias did. So he got arrested either way. Hmm. But, um, a lot of people also didn't like the, um, uh, what's it called? Doomsday clock. Which is like the rest of DC and Watchmen that came together. A lot of people didn't like that mashup, but I really enjoyed it. Isn't that like a movie or TV show too, or no? No. Okay. No, it came out at the same time Injustice uh, animated movie came out. Which wasn't a bad movie, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. It had nothing to do with the first game at all. It had more to do with the second game, because the second game delved into what happened before the first game. 
and then like because nightwing died right mm-hmm. so like the movie shows nightwing's death and it's pretty fucked up and i'm not gonna lie it's pretty emotional spoilers spoilers, <laughs> spoilers for an animated movie that also received some pretty lackluster reviews <laughs> people get fucking pissed off about spoilers for anything you could spoil harry potter at this point and there would hey. be that one person that's like so fucking mad. Hey, I just want to let by you guys know that Darth Vader is Yeah, yeah. Or I was just about to be like... <laughs> by the way, Harry Potter is a sign of Gryffindor. Shit, Gage. God, we're going to we're gonna have to scrub the whole episode at this point, you know? Yeah, just, we got to start over. <laughs> All right, cut, cut that out. Yeah. Yeah. He's a wizard. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. You're a Harry wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Hagrid goes to Bigfoot and tells him he's a wizard. You're, You're a hairy wizard. wizard. <laughs> God, I, I want Bigfoot to be in the wizarding world. Speaking of Bigfoot, I have a question for you guys. Where? Oh God! <laughs> so, so, what is your opening line for talking to women? <laughs> wow, I really love how that I had nothing to do with your opening line for Bigfoot. If you get <laughs> You want Jack Links? <laughs> so are those Jack Links commercials like racist for him? Or? <laughs> yeah, I, I would ask him how he feels about the Jack Links commercials. Do, do you want to sue? Him, I know a show. lawyer. I don't know any lawyers, but I mean, I could find one that would be easily enough to sue. <laughs> we might have a case. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not saying we're going to sue. I'm saying we might have a case. We just have a case. For anyone who's not an astute, like scholar on the movies of our <laughs> past that that was a line from cat in the hat live action you know what's a goaded movie cat in the hat that's when he cuts it's his tail Mike off Myers. and they hard cut back to him and he's tying it up and he's like i'm not gonna say we're gonna sue i'm just saying <laughs> we, we have, have a case. case and then his lawyers are around X-day. and he's like <laughs> <X-day, X-day>, <laughs> that movie is such that a movie fever dream it's gotten <laughs> away with so many murders uh, like <laughs> the dirty hole line yeah, by yeah. itself. Dirty I can't sorry, believe my parents sorry. let me watch that movie. <laughs> no. To be honest, it's probably actually what I what I was gonna say is they wouldn't have knew that it was that bad. But I think I seen that movie in theaters like five times. <laughs> so not only did my parents know damn well what that movie was, but they let me they They'll actually let, let me watch that a lot. I understand if like maybe they didn't let me watch it the first or after the first time. Like God, that was. A pretty, that I feel movie like got away with they murder. didn't because you weren't asking like what? Why is it funny? Yeah, when you say dirty hoe. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think I actually like tr- said that in some sort of context like around, and my mom heard that and she's like, "Don't say that." And, yeah. But I was like, "Why?" Like, <laughs> I, I didn't understand. I didn't understand. What Katniss like, said. Yeah, it was in the movie. Me yeah. and Brandon quote this movie so often at work. It's, I think most people from like are like if if. I meet someone who's around our age and they've never seen the movie, I'm going to assume they're an alien from another planet because (laughs) they're either a lizard person, someone who's lived under a rock like a troglodyte for years, or they're from another planet because everyone I know is like, Oh yeah, that movie was great. I watched that all the time. Listeners, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen The Cat in the Hat, you're either Mike 12 Myers years old. It, you, you need to see it. And oh. it's age appropriate despite all the dialogue in it. <laughs> yeah, but despite uh, if you really like sit down Both and adults to and it. children can enjoy the movie. Yes. No, that is 100% a fact though. <laughs> That's why it's There's such a deleted a scene. Film. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever watched the deleted scenes, but there's a deleted scene in that movie where he's like 
he's like sliding down a lawn on a slip and slide and he's got his feet up in a lawn chair while he's sliding and he's got the pullout picture of the kid's mother and she's in like a bikini and you can yeah, fully yeah, see yeah, the picture yeah. in the deleted scene and he oh. like looks at the camera and his oh. hat like shoots up Boy. like you know he's got an erection <laughs> oh god i love that movie it's so oh. stupid but it's so funny god. yeah i think i was telling you yeah, my that my mom great. was showing my like three or four year old niece that movie like you just, just Tell me just the, like not too long ago, I'm like, you're starting her off right. Like I'm, like, I'm glad that that movie will be a fever dream for her, just like it was for me. At least she's being brought up on the classics. I'm like Brandon, who hadn't seen Rocky until I had to make him yeah. sit down and watch the series. Well, and then we watched it in a hotel room. The whole okay, that was after he had seen it. <laughs> no, we did yeah, go on I... a trip together where we were in a hotel room and we got back. After I nearly died, which Rocky, is a story for another time. Rocky Marathon on <laughs> AMC should, or whatever it was. Story of me it, nearly dying? Because it builds up to the <laughs> point of we're just passed out watching Rocky. Yeah. So and we decided for Gage's birthday we were going to go up um, to, a camp, to Burt Lake in Michigan to a campground. And we were going to stay there for a few days. And anyone who lives like around like genesee county area that was the same time we had that terrible like hailstorm brandon's car got trashed in that because yeah. we took my car up Rest yeah we might peace. as well start the trip how it <laughs> how it started right? the whole trip. <laughs> With, within the first 20 minutes of being there <laughs> my the car camera. had 12 grand in damage worth of hail done so that was the perfect start to a vacation that hadn't even started yet so, and mind you we drove through two different rainstorms. Yeah, we had. Uh, Brandon was driving my car through it because I hate using the expressway most of the time. But he, as we drive through, we had two different rainstorms that were not like light drizzles. It was like pouring down rain. Yeah, and then it stopped. And then, and then it started again. And anyway, we get to the campground. My grandmother calls me and she's like, "Hey, so." Brandon's car's totaled. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, <laughs> and I thought she was just fucking with me. Right. But then I got pictures of, like, his windshields cracked, every piece of, like, his panels on his doors and his hood and his roof. They're all dented to yeah, shit. Show that. <laughs> yeah, we had baseball-sized hail, and like, that's, like, that's not, not an exaggeration. <laughs> in, in the neighborhood that this place is oh in, yeah it literally looks like someone went through and shot it up it's still ha there's still windows that are plywood boarded up because they yeah, haven't and, fixed them yet. this was like back in july yeah, it's and... it's october and this was like three months ago yeah, yeah july <laughs> anyway we're up there okay so after that whole business brandon gets that sort of we we're like all right we need a drink it's been rough and but first we said we need to hook up the electricity to the tent no. Apparently, no one up there has heard of a Walmart or a Meyer or dollar stores haven't heard of an extension cord because no, nothing. I'm pretty sure Gage and Brandon had to travel we, like we went 30 to, minutes. We went to three different grocery or like stores that would carry something yeah. like that in there, and all we're looking for is an extension cord, like <laughs> not it, like a power strip. It literally doesn't even have to be like the outdoor one either. It just had to reach our tent and. You know, some of you might say, well, why didn't you move your tent closer to the post? Because uh, well, there the were three the, trees in the way. <laughs> well, yeah, the way this camp was set up, most of the time if you go into a site for camping, they like to have the trees line the borders of your campsite so you know where you're camping at. But the problem with this site is there's a tree right in the goddamn middle of it, and then there's two off to the side, and then there's another one right by the electrical post. So you're like, well, all right, well, where do we set our tent at? 
and we set it in the only flat, you know, grounded area there. And the extension cord that is, I think is 20 feet. <laughs> it was 20 feet. 20 feet didn't, <laughs> <It> <laughs> didn't, didn't reach. reach. <laughs> so, um, we, me and Brandon, we went, uh, looking around while Dylan was just at the site. I was just setting everything up in the tents and, like, making sure everything was working well other than the electricity. Right. So by the time they got back, I was already about three beers deep. But, (laughs) (laughs) like, they got back and they see the three empty cans. They're like, well, Dylan started early shit. It looks like we're not. (laughs) What was, like, the big solution to this that we're working towards that's, like, the reason we're telling this entire oh, story. Oh, because I story. almost died. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So this is just how the trip started. Honestly, <laughs> this is day one. Yeah, this yeah, is hour one of anyway. arriving. We, we haven't even settled in completely yet. And once we did get everything hooked up, it was fine. Uh, me and Brandon had to travel 45 minutes outside of town to find, uh, what was it that we ended up on? Uh, tractor Supply? Um, <laughs> no, I think it was like an Ace Hardware or Ace something Hardware, like that. Ace Hardware, yeah, that sounds right. We finally <laughs> find an Ace Hardware in the middle of this fucking woods. And, oh, finally. And it wasn't the like, the whole, it's not like there was a big difference, like, in the city. It was a small town area around. Yeah. It was just... None of the towns had fucking extension cords. We, we went to the gas stations at the town. I said we, we should have just ordered from Amazon it. Prime, and it probably would have gotten there faster. <laughs> yeah, okay. Me and Gage, on the way to this, like, 30-minute oh, away yeah. Ace Hardware, we went through another storm, <laughs> by the way. And it was one of those storms where it's still sunny out, but it's, like, pouring rain. Yeah. So you're just passing, like, <laughs> one dark cloud that's, like, annihilating you. And we yeah, went down, like... on all the water spots. And... Yeah, and we went down, like, three or four dirt roads that were oh, awful. We forgot the best part of this whole story. Yeah. Before we even left... The night before, we decided our tent wasn't going to fit <laughs> oh, all three yeah. of us it and our stuff. So it, we looked up on uh, Walmart to see if we could find a tent. Oh, yeah, we could. But it closed by the time me and Brandon got out of work on second shift. So we had to get up early as fuck to go buy a new tent that none of us had ever set up before. And then we get to the campground. Yeah. The first time we're ever setting it up is at that campground. And it, while while be, it's still it was, sprinkling. It was sprinkling, but it wasn't downpouring. So, like, that yeah. was a plus. I mean, and, but we, it was also really easy to set up. Yeah, it wasn't the I hardest was, tent I was going to say, to be fair... We did crazy. set up the tent within like twenty minutes. <laughs> that is so, true. Yes. <laughs> well, so it really didn't take that long for us to set if up. You the think tent. twenty minutes was pretty long? This is a pretty big tent. We could probably fit. <laughs> we could. We could have easily fit probably like six, six or six seven people, people comfortably. Yeah. Like we had a cot and a air mattress that we put in there. Yeah. Um, and still Brandon had asked if he needed to bring anything, and I told him no because I didn't know. So we and Brandon <laughs> shared an air mattress. We were <laughs> so unprepared for this entire trip, and we didn't even know it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, after we got the so extension first cord, done. <laughs> so we get the extension cord. We come back. We all have some beers. We make a few sandwiches. We're all doing good. All right. We, it, it was a great first day, aside from like the rough part of getting. There. Aside from it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, we get up. And this was just a chill day. This was, we've had a rough day yesterday. We are going to relax today. Yeah, so I'm pretty it. sure we started drinking at 8 in the morning. Um, we, uh, well, <laughs> not me, but maybe you can speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> we, so, we, we, well, I remember vividly that we left on a Thursday because that's the day that haunts my mind that my car got wrecked. <laughs> yeah. So we get there. So fr- Fridays are... 
Friday was yeah, a more or less relaxed. Enjoy the, the surroundings. Yeah. When did we go to Mackinac? That was Saturday then? Yes. Okay. So Thursday we went and we just kind of relaxed. Or Friday. We relaxed. Yeah. We had fun. We ate sandwiches that we had cooked. We kind of dicked around and like explored the campground and whatnot. We went on like 30 walks because there was nothing else to do. Yeah, <laughs> and then and uh, we discovered a, a place across the street on this day, but we didn't go this day. We we did we did see the pup putt course and yeah. Gage Gage's expert hawk like eyes deduced that oh they also have kayaking there. They have kayaking and rafts. I put both of those out there, and you said kayaks would be the the more. Okay, option. first of all, let's not jump to conclusions. I'm here. just saying we didn't I put say both that. Of this is all there. of our faults. We, we can't. It was a combination of everybody working against each other. We didn't was. say that. It oh wait, really no, no. Was. Friday we did have one uh, problem, and it was the fire. Oh yeah. Me um, and Gage fire. were arguing back and forth on how to start on a fire. Different techniques of how to start this fire. And, <laughs> and then we going. decided, oh, this isn't our fault. The wood is wet. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So we well, shook hands and we made up and we're like, all right, no, we, I'm we sorry made up that we over a few beers. And... <laughs> After we got the fire going, we decided, oh, it's wet as shit, so that's why it's not starting. So we. Uh... So after all of Friday. Friday, all that happened. We seen the place, but we didn't go. Saturday, we go to Mackinac. We're going to Mackinac Island. We're going to the that, city. That and was just, the, the day. To that's do what we were Island doing. Stuff. Which was a beautiful day. There was no rain. It was perfect it was for a that. Perfect like, day. Um, we went. We did the tours. We did the like um, carriage ride through everything. And Gage had been there a few times, so he was pointing things out to me. And Brandon, I don't know if Brandon, I don't know if you've been. Had you been to that point? What a Mackinac uh, Island. No. Yeah, yeah, that was the first time I've ever been to Mackinac My parents Island. told me that I had went once when I was a child, but then I asked how old I was, and they were like, oh, you were like four years old. And I was like, you realize I don't understand what I eat for breakfast half the time anymore. Yeah. So there was no chance I remembered anything there. But we walked around. That was all great. <clears throat> we come back, and Gage goes, hey, tomorrow, before we head to um, the other, like, we had a hotel halfway towards home that we would stay in for one night. Yeah, that was Sunday night. That was in Gaylord, right? From rustic What's camping. that? That was in Gaylord, right? Yeah, yeah. we... we Gay, Gaylord. <laughs> we stayed in Gaylord for one night Sunday. <laughs> like, Sunday was our last day for camping. So we were like, all right, well, let's just stay in a hotel. We'll have, like, a nice shower. It'll be good and relaxing. We'll sleep in actual beds. Yeah. That, that was the plan. Gage had suggested, hey, before we leave, why don't we pack up Go over to the mini golf place. Literally and go, across the street, like, by the way. Yeah, it was it was quite literally. We could have walked there. Yeah, but we did drive and park our car there just so we had a. Um, but we ended up having to We ended up having to drive it and park somewhere else, which is bullshit. But anyway, we um. He goes, "Why don't we do kayaking or rafting? What do you guys want?" And I'm pretty sure I just said, "Oh, I don't care, whatever." And Brand was like, "Kayaking sounds fun." So we all agreed, okay, kayaking, sure. If there's yeah. rafts going on this river, kayaking shouldn't be too much of a problem right. for if us. If people can float on the inner tubes on it, it shouldn't be bad. Right. So we get up to the counter, and the lady's like, have you guys all had kayaking experience? And Gage goes, I've kayaked a few times. Me and Brandon have never gone before. All right, so I want to explain this part of the story, Because this is my perspective on the whole fucking scenario. All right? So, like he said, I get up, like, we sign our waivers. Mind you, we didn't read these fucking things at all. I, I glanced over, and it said something like, in the event of death, like, you won't sue us or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
flag. So, like, that should have been a red flag, but if you think about it, a lot of these places just have this, like... Like, you could go putt-putt golfing and have to sign a waiver for that, because, like, Like, you could get hit by a fucking crazy maniac driving down the street or some shit. Someone could bring his driver and fucking, like, (laughs) plow that shit. It was a generalized waiver, so (laughs) I didn't pay too much attention to it. I was like, all right, sign here. (coughs) And we get up to the counter, uh, we talk to her, like Dylan was saying... She was wondering what her experience was. These two guys... We didn't say anything. Didn't say a damn <laughs> which, word. Which was probably our fault, and I will admit. But Gage did say, oh, I, I've, ex- I've I, been I, kayaking. And I, I guess speak for myself. I guess she <laughs> took it as, oh, if he's done it, they've all done it. Yeah. Then they're fine. Whatever. Fuck like, I, Mind you, I said, yeah, I, I've kayaked a few times. Nothing crazy. And... Uh, she goes, and I looked to these two guys to see if they were going to say anything. And we just sat just there still faced. So in my mind, I don't know if I told you guys what I was thinking throughout this, but I was like, oh, okay. Um, so they must be comfortable enough not to say anything <laughs> at this point. So um, I was like, okay, so yeah, um, tell us more. And She goes on this like prepared speech, and it was fast. It was like, the river over here is uh, the fastest river in the Lower Peninsula, and she like... Like exploded through all this information, well, and me and Gage looked at each other, and we were like, "Did she say yeah. fastest in the Lower Peninsula?" We're, like, we're missing some red flags. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, she starts out by saying like the the experience thing, and that's not normally a red flag. That's just them asking. And she's like, "Okay, so this is the fastest river in the Lower Peninsula." And in my mind, I was like, okay, they had to specify Lower Peninsula and not just in Michigan. Right. <laughs> so it's like, how fast can it be? <laughs> she did say, like, the currents reach up to 50 miles per hour. And I was and, like... And then things started adding up really quickly because her spiel <coughs> went from, you know, fastest river, 15 miles an hour at some points. Um, there's a lots, lots of bends and turns. Mm-hmm. 80% tip over rate. Yeah, 80% tip over rate. And then, and then watch like, out for objects in the river. She also said, as oh, well as other people. She goes, oh, you also are going to want to wear shoes because at some points you will not be able to touch the ground. And, and like, you could cut your feet on something. And I was like, and then the last thing I only brought was, shoes. <laughs> uh, don't bring anything you're not comfortable with losing. <laughs> that, right. that is true. And, and I then, lost a hat, so I'm not very happy about that. But. <laughs> yeah, so uh, after hearing that amazing pitch, um, she, I mean, she, she went from the pitch to, all right, go downstairs. There's a, a different section where you pay. and So at this point, we hadn't paid. We haven't locked in that we're doing this yet. Right, but like... <laughs> We we signed our waivers. We kind of figure we're kind of locked into the scenario. So it's like we go to the car to grab our wallet, and um, we were putting things away. Yeah, we were putting everything we didn't want want to lose apart from you know our clothes on our backs, basically. And we're like, well, uh, didn't know any of that before. Yeah. <laughs> looking it up we kind of just were like oh whatever fuck it that, that's probably just a spiel they give to make it sound more fun than yeah. it is and so we go in there and they reiterate when we go to pay all, that all it's very the... fast and like it's a tip over rate like be careful and everything like yeah. that so then we're sitting after we get our paddles and our like life jacket we're sitting there engaged look or brandon looks at us and he goes you think bail? Like, we could just bail. I'll we, we cover the bail. cost. I will pay for everything. I don't give a shit. Um, I'll cover it. I'll pay you guys back. Whatever. We don't have to do this. And at that point, we probably should have taken Brandon up on his offer. Probably. And not have gone. <laughs> but the other part of my mind was like, well, we're here. We're kind of already, like, in the midst of, like, 
and unpacking ourselves to do this. And I was like, well, they're probably waiting for us up at the thing to give us our kayak. So I was like, guys, let's just get it done. We'll probably still have fun. I wish we could bring the beers, but we'll probably lose it. So. That is true. If we were rafting, probably not. Yeah. We did notice a lot of people with rafts that had floatable coolers that were, like, on the river with us. Yeah. Also. And also, like, bunches <clears throat> of people. Like, there was, like, eight to ten people in a bunch of yeah. tubes. Like, our. Impossible our, to pass. Our van was, like. Oh, fuck. We didn't... Eleven people or something in the yeah. van that they took us to the start point of the river. Now. Apparently, the raft times were double that of the kayak times. Like, the shortest kayak time was an hour and a half, which is the one we signed up for. Yeah, the cheapest one. So, <laughs> we <laughs> we take that one, but they drop off, like, a section of, like, tubers first. But not all the tubers. Not all of them. So, we go up, and then they were like, oh, so you guys are on rafts, too. And we're like, no, we're on kayaks. And they were like oh, you got the three-hour kayak ride. And we are like, no, we just got an hour and a half. And they are like, oh, we got the three-hour raft ride. And then we're starting to put things together like, this is going to go fast for us, isn't it? It's going to go super fast. So These guys are going to have a lounging time. Yeah, they're going to have a nice little time. struggling in a fucking river. It's like these six older ladies who are all nurses that we found out were very sexual on the lake. Uh, Sexual and very, well, some of them very drunk. That, yes, it is. True, they were before the before the river ride has started, mind you. You were not even in the water yet. (laughs) Not in the water yet. On the van ride over, uh, that poor driver, by the way, the kid's like seventeen or eighteen years old, hit on by nurses, which I'm sure he didn't mind all too much. He was just probably like a little awkward. uh, I was like, when we got out, I was like, hey man, I I feel bad for you. I'm sorry for like everything back there. Like also, Dylan got to sit up front. No, I, I got no. I mean, front. like just well, at you, least the yeah. front bench of oh, the seat, so true. you're not in the fucking nurse pile. <laughs> I'm <laughs> back there sitting next to the nurse that's egging everything on. By she the way, she was she was screaming. It was like I had a just hat shut on. The fuck up. I had a hat on that said NSP, and for you, the for, for the use of the oh my god, that for was those terrible. Of you, for over. those of you that don't know, NSP is a band by uh, Dan Avedan and. Um, Brian Wecht, and it's called Ninja Sex Party, and they, more or less, they're just a comedy band, and they sing, um, you know, explicit shit, but on the back of my hat, which I didn't know, it said Ninja Sex Party, in very small letters on the actual back of my hat. all you heard was her pipe up in the back, Ninja Sex Party! She yells, what's Ninja Sex Party? And I was like, so you know the second part of that? that whole thing? Yeah, they're a band that sings about sex a lot, and I thought I was just being a smartass, and I guess they didn't think it was as funny, but I could see Gage was trying to stifle laughter. I and was. I know Brandon would just roll his fucking eyes in the front seat like, oh, you fucking idiot. But anyway, let's just jump to the part where we're in the river. Because getting in the river was difficult enough. So, like, Gage helps me into my rat or into my kayak. I, I help both of these guys into and... the kayaks just because <laughs> I know how hard it is to get in and out of these things. <laughs> so, so, it's like, I'll help, I'll hold you here so you're not drifting down the river. <laughs> so, and mind you, this river is started. Yeah, like, the like, river was pretty fast, like, like just the starting was, point it's not already. It's a calm river from the get go. Which would have been nice to, like, get my bearings straight on yeah. how to use a. Like I said, I've never kayaked before. I didn't know how to control a goddamn yeah, kayak. Man. So Gage is trying to give us the Spark Notes version while we're flying down this river. Well, I like, like, all right, so, <laughs> I'm at, all right, audio listeners, all of you, <coughs> imagine, 
imagine a river and we were dropped off right before a uh, an overpass bridge going over the river. Like a little and, highway overpass. Thing. And right as you go under this uh, bridge, it bends and turns around a corner, so you can't really see what the rest <laughs> of the river is looking like. And, I mean, the, the river itself, like where we were getting in at, it wasn't like raging rapids. It was uh, a little above calm, so like... If you didn't, it was hold, probably about five miles. Per if hour. I wasn't holding holding these guys in place, they would have probably been <laughs> we, would, we would have lost our kayaks for sure. <laughs> so uh, once we got in, and I wanted to go ahead of these guys just to make sure, like <laughs> the next few parts are like bearable, so they're not not like we could have turned back at this time though. <laughs> like nope. I mean, once we're in, we're in. So uh, we got we go under this bridge and go around the first bend of the river and immediately starts picking up uh, pace and the there was the a rapids, lot of curves like going fat early like... i mean there was white water at certain parts <laughs> like i can't really describe it as white water rapids but like because it wasn't certain... like it's not like 30 miles per hour but it was like fast enough for me to be like i'm a little uncomfortable like as this my first right you know and, and you're trying to just learn your your <laughs> I'm trying to learn right my now. balance and my motions. It's like learning how to ride a bike for the first time, except right. they threw you down like a the twenty foot hill, like <laughs> a dead man's hill. Yeah. <laughs> but like, okay, so within the first fifteen minutes, I'm kind of getting the hang of it. I'm like, all right, so I can paddle backwards to slow down and turn a little bit. If I put my um, paddle in the water, I can turn more. And so I'm like, all right, I feel a little comfortable. I'll speed up a little bit, catch up to gauge. And as I'm doing that. I didn't realize that the faster I went, the more rocking my, like, kayak would have made. So I speed up too much, and I'm, like, balancing to keep myself in it, and then I flip. And the problem is, where I flipped, there was a beaver dam, like, right there. And I, like, when I fell underwater, I, like, caught myself on the um, log of it. (laughs) But the rapid, or the... The (laughs) The water was going too fast. Yeah. So, like, I'm there, my kayak comes and hits me in the back of the head there, yeah. and I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do here. Gage is already past it, and he can't I, turn yeah. back. I'll, like, I'll tell my little <laughs> bit from what I was seeing. So, like I said, I was ahead of these guys just to tell them what's ahead, and I was trying to give them notes as the river was going. I was telling them, hey, keep right at this bend, <laughs> because there's this log right. here. And I think when I turned around, you were, like, sideways <laughs> yeah. going down the river. This is true. Just because, like, I think you overpaddled one side trying mm-hmm. to compensate. And then that's when the flip happened. That, that is when the flip happened. <laughs> so I, I turned around to hear the splashing noise. And then uh, Brandon, not too far <laughs> behind me, and he sees it happen. But he's able to dock himself to the side. Of the, like, try, beaver dam. He, yeah, like, actually stopped himself him. there just trying to... But Brandon also, this is his first time. He doesn't know yeah. how to help me at all. So he's just he, like, are you okay? And by the way, this whole thing happened in front of someone's house. And this dickhead yeah. was sitting there in his chair like, you got to get out of the way, kid. You got to get out of the way. Yeah, like, do, yeah, do no f- shit, asshole. Do, I'm stuck do, under a beaver dam. Do a flip. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> like, so... Gage, I was I yelled out to Gage, yeah. and I'm pretty sure he's seen and heard that, so he stopped I, I, I far, started, uh, as close as he could. Yeah, he literally I had to did. find a spot for me to crash into <laughs> because the, the water is just taking you. <laughs> and so there was another tree. It wasn't, like, out in the river, but it was down and partially in the river, so I hooked myself on there as I watched behind <laughs> me. And 
It was um, the worst shit. It's like Gage Gage can't do anything. Like, he was I, the one I who would have been able to help them. I, I literally so, can't even paddle upstream at this point. It, all it's I can that see fast, is this like. horror going on. And in the distance, all I hear is a familiar few voices of <laughs> the gaggle of a drunken tackling witches, drunken nurses. <laughs> of, of tackling witches. And they're like, <laughs> Oh, did you fall? They did they in all honesty, they were like actually genuinely concerned. Yeah. Like I know you didn't hear them, but all, me and I mean, me and I heard were there. just the the audio. You heard the passing, but like they were like, "Are you okay? Like, do you need help or anything?" I was like, "There's not a whole lot anyone can really do at this point. This is all on me." Yeah. And they were like, "Do you want like a gummy?" And I was like, yeah. "No." What? <laughs> I don't think that's help <laughs> and then they were like, "Do you want a glass of wine?" And I was like. No a glass of wine. Bitch, I am trying to <laughs> hold myself up. Maybe <laughs> if I don't die. <laughs> yeah. I'll take you up on that when we get back to dry land, how oh, about? And like Uh yeah, there were there were two dogs at this guy's house too, and they were just kind of like sitting there and they're wagging their tails. And during this whole thing, I'm like, Brandon, look, dogs. And he's like, Dylan, you're trying not to <laughs> die, right? You have now. more shit to be worried <laughs> about than the dogs. Right I was, and in my head, dogs. I was like, that would be a fine last thought for me. Is if if I the last thing I said so. to Brandon was, "Hey, look, dogs," <laughs> I, I could see that. Yeah, I, that would be fine for me. Like my last words were, "Hey, look, dogs." Okay, <laughs> and then so this whole thing, Brandon's hanging on. He's not really sure how to help. Yeah, I, my, I really couldn't like help you. Like, I threw I, him my hat. <laughs> all i remember was like i lost my hat i grabbed it and my paddle and i gave them both to brandon so he's holding on to those while i'm trying not to like get sucked under this dam so i'm like holding myself up against the current we had life jackets on but at that speed it's not going to do a whole lot other than like make sure you float to the top eventually right and so like <laughs> the way dylan is he's floating to a log so yeah like, the life jacket essentially pinning him it's in, the life the jacket tree. was like suffocating me on my like um my jugular veins it was like cutting off the blood flow to my head so i had to literally pull it down with one hand and with the other hand i'm still gripped to the log i finally shimmy to the edge of it and i have to flip myself around so now i'm on my stomach and i put my hands up above my head like i'm about to do a push-up on two chairs that are above me and i have to lift my body soaking wet out of water, braced against two branches. And then we have a new challenger approach. <laughs> yes. There, <laughs> there was a new <coughs> problem that arised. I was finally upright. I was out of the water. So I, like, perched myself up on this log, catching my breath. And dickhead over here on the band, uh, like, on the thing... Sitting there with a beer in his hand, like, "Come on, kid, you got to get out of the way. You're gonna ho- you're gonna hold people up. You're, you're the people are gonna get hurt." I was like, "Yeah, I know, man. I, I'm my I'm my kayak is wedged in a way that it's like it flipped over, so the bottom of it is above the water, but the seat part of it is like on a piece of wood that's sticking out of the water. So I can't just grab it and flip it. I have to like literally pick it up and then flip it, it around. The yeah. yeah, so." As I'm trying to do that, like, I see another challenger approach, as Kate said. (laughs) There is a kayaker. She's an older lady. She's bigger set. And she's got... She's got a cooler and, like, a mug Uh, and, like, a bunch of shit that I was, like... 
did the, did you get the memo? Did you? Yeah. Are you okay with <laughs> like leaving hey, this shit? Like, did, did you hear about the eight percent flip rate? <laughs> did, did you hear about the we, don't take anything you don't want to lose? Yeah, thing? we like, we got the same the, spiel the as you, right? Flip <laughs> um, so, so she's coming and she's coming hot and she's like, oh no, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah, just don't watch me, out. <laughs> I was literally like, watch out. The, it picks up pretty fast. Like this, you'll hit this and you'll flip like I did. And she's like, "Oh, I've, I'm an experienced kayaker. She's seen us. There's like, no way." And she, then, she knew what and she then was proceeded doing. to do exactly so, what Dylan. Did. Except she didn't, because she like ramped over my kayak she's, that was upside yes, down, yeah. and then flipped on top of herself. Yeah. And Brandon's like, "Oh shit!" And he's like grabbing her shit out of the water. He's and trying to. I tried to. And then like, meanwhile, I'm I'm still hooked on the same. <laughs> All I can hear is the audio and then visually, like, life jackets <laughs> popping up beyond, beyond the, like, foliage. And then also, like, just splashing and yelling. And then the next thing I see is a pink mug floating, <laughs> floating down the river. And then as well as a ninja sex party hat floating. No, no, no. I didn't lose it here. It you was the other. Okay. It was Brandon's flip that I lost. My bad. It. But um, I did see the mug though. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, another person just <laughs> someone else just flipped. Yeah. And at that point, after she had flipped, I was finally able to flip my kayak over and get into it. And I felt bad because I couldn't help her at all. There was nothing I could do because now I'm in my kayak and I can proceed on. Yeah, me, like, you, and this lady are all just kind of helpless. Right. Like, I but, couldn't but help her. What pissed me off the most, like, I don't know if you've seen this or not, you had left, I was getting ready to leave too, dickhead on the bench, like, over here, is trying to help her out. Like, literally so, got out of his seat and was like, here, grab onto this and we'll pull you I, up. I and, did see that and I was like, he was up. He, <laughs> you dickhead. Like, yeah, she was up on the, the I mean, it, she was on signing, the banks. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. If you imagine this river, it's it's going not very through, far. It's going like, through a residential zone at certain points. So, like on the sides of this river, it's just like metal sheeting and like I don't know what you just, uh, like. I don't know. <laughs> like it, it looks like a half dock yeah. area. And that was farther down. At this point, right here, it was just like his literal yeah. backyard went right into yeah. the river. It was mm-hmm. he literally just had a little um, like beach area right there. Yeah, and I can't remember if he had, like, a set of steps made at the thing. There was no or, steps, because no, okay. I looked for I mean, them. I was like, maybe I could go up there and then, like... I think it was still a mound that you had to, like, kind of... Yeah, grow, you would have had to, it like... it was, like, dipping down towards the Like, you could have probably walked up it, but I... <laughs> Especially at the speed of this river, it's it was, kind of impossible. It, if you didn't get out before you got to it, you wouldn't have made it to there, because you couldn't have swim... You couldn't have swam hard enough to, like, bypass the river's current. Yeah. So, like... Dickhead up there was given the peanut gallery over there was saying like you got to get out of the way kid the whole time to me but when she flipped he's he's Johnny on the spot with a fucking stick and like grab on the stick and the, also when I was flipped one of the dogs jumped in and he came up to me and then he like Are you okay? swam or back around I was like Good to know the dog cares. Good to know the dog cares more about me. Yeah, than the fucking dog was dickhead up there. He was. And I loved his dogs. So they were both German Shepherds and they're my favorite. Yeah. But anyway, he helped the lady up. And I like, I look back at him and I was like, I hope his fucking house collapses. Like, what a dickhead for like and insulting also- me. It was not, he wasn't insulting, but he was more or less insulting. Like, come on, can't you just fucking get it? Like, I'll knock your ass out. Yeah. I don't care anymore. He's just very agitating <laughs> to this point, And it did not, like, <laughs> this is. Uh, not even two minutes into the river ride. <laughs> right, this is this is the first five minutes like, of the river. This is right after we turned that first <laughs> thing. 
and all this shit started to happen. Uh, for the rest of it, for me, it was more or less fine. I kept turning around, but I didn't flip out anymore. Yeah, I, I was mean, cursing a lot. There was points <laughs> where I, you know, I was still giving my spark notes to them, like telling them what the river's like ahead of them, and I would turn around to convey those messages and sometimes i would see dylan just fully turn around <laughs> like, like not like, even facing the right way on the river like my face is the 180 degrees from gauges and he's like hey you gotta turn around so you can <laughs> and, see and then he turns around to, what <laughs> so i was like all right brandon you need to telephone this to yeah to we're like fucking chaining our commands <laughs> yeah. back and forth which worked really well until we come up to the next like problem point there was another log in the area and I didn't fall out. Uh, I did get stuck on it. Uh, oh, was this uh, the log that was underneath the water? No, no. This is the one that was, like, out here, and I kind of crashed into it. But the it wasn't you hard to, enough like, to flip. Actually, yeah, the one that you, like, got stuck on yeah. for a second, so, and you like, had, had to, like, to, like, go over it. And... No, not that one. Oh, you both yeah, thought the of the same one. There's on. one that I was literally stuck on because, like, my was raft was in it. was, like, kind of, like, out? It was, like, off the banks. Yeah. But, like, was... I, like, was in it, so I had to, like, push backwards, which against a fucking 15-mile-per-hour current is not an easy thing yeah. to do. Like, so I'm pushing back, and I'm trying to turn it, and there's, like, one stump under it that I was also caught on. I was like, come on! Like, I literally, <laughs> I like, I literally yelled, come on! come on! And I, like, pushed with all of my, like, force on this paddle to get off of this fucking... Yeah, you had to pull bolt off. Yeah, <laughs> more or less. And so, as I'm just getting off... Me and Brandon had switched back and forth a few times. I took the lead, or, like, I got in front of him, he got in front of me, and we kind of went back and forth. But when I did that, Brandon comes up and kind of, like, fucking, like, ramps over mine and flips out of his without mine flipping. And I was like, you good? And I, I was holding there because uh, there was nothing I could do, but at least Brandon could stand. Like, he had a bank. Like, he had a little sandbar that was, like, I could see the bottom of there, the river the, here. I stood, I think I still have, like, scars on my legs from all the fucking, like, <laughs> logs and, and branches yeah. and shit that my legs got dragged through. Because I don't think I touched the bottom. I was just, like, Straight jumping off branches. of, like, logs yeah. and stuff. So, luckily, I managed to be able to Which, flip my you, kayak back over and, yeah, <laughs> flip my kayak back. Well, I didn't like when you flipped, you went back like head backwards, yeah. fully underwater. Right. Yeah. I went like basically legs first in and my lower half got wet and you I kinda was... went sideways and I was like, Well, that's better than what happened to me. Like I, I was I was holding there and I was trying to like give him tips on how to get back in his because that's the only thing I know how to do. It's <laughs> like how to get back in. I'm really good at that now. Because really before that whole thing, can. we found a sandbar and I was like, guys, can we take a break? And Gage is like, no, we gotta keep going. And he, he's like passes the sandbar. I was like, well, well I also didn't want to <laughs> stop there because there's a lot of people at the sandbar. No, not that one, the first one. Oh the there was like a very small one that didn't have anyone oh, around. Yeah. But like I beached myself on it and I was like fuck it. I'm taking like a 30 second breather. And I get out and I know Brandon had looked back because he sees me tip my kayak over and <laughs> empty out like a puddle, like a miniature pond in the bottom of my kayak that I was like, got to get this out of here so my butt doesn't get wet. And like <laughs> after I'm already soaked, yeah, so, so you don't sink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like as soon as I got back in it after that, I was like, I feel like I'm actually above the water now. Like before I felt like I was just, I just barely like floating above it. So we get up to that point, Brandon flips, he loses my hat, and I, he also lost both of yeah, his fucking, Yeah, I lost like, my flip-flops. Flip-flops in there. That is when I, but I was see 100. the hat float past me. <laughs> I did try to reach for it, FYI, 
but I couldn't grab it. It was just so the NSP hat is lost to ages, but it's it's fine. He's got he's got a couple flip flops to like keep him company. Yeah. Down so if you the go to the Sturgeon Stur, Sturgeon River, I think Maybe. it was called. Uh, if you find the Ninja Sex Party hat, <laughs> uh, please mail it back to me. Please mail it back. <laughs> please please email me and like give me the you know details. And anyway, um, or keep it as a trophy. <laughs> that's really about all that happened. Because after well, that, once I flipped back over, we actually made it to the end. Well, after that, that everything calmed out after we both had flipped once it was a little like you know rough but there was one part where there was a log just barely under the water surface so and gauge calls it out and he's like hey there's a log here you have to go like, straight up the middle you literally had to go perfectly up the middle and i must have been like an inch off because i got stuck on this yeah. log and like, i hear a group of like rafters behind me and i'm like no 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 <laughs> and i'm i'm literally I, my paddle can't do anything i can't get any leverage from it because the log is too far ahead of me for me to like push against it or anything so i put it down and i grab both sides of it and i'm like bunny hops let's go baby and i'm like hopping yeah. up and down on Literally this thing to like jump over, over it <laughs> and as i'm doing that my mind is like just don't move left or right you'll be fine and i'm like jumping up and down yeah. and i finally get over it i'm like oh thank god and then i'm like I wonder how those rafters deal with it, because they don't even have a bottom of their boat. Like, yeah. they're definitely scraping their assholes against that log. Like, <laughs> no what kidding. the fuck? Um, after that, everything leveled out. It was pretty calm. Like, we, I enjoyed the calm part. That was super easy to navigate. The problem was, it was, like, the last 30 minutes of this uh, river ride. <laughs> so I'm exhausted from paddling and, like, keeping myself afloat this whole time. I'm literally, like, every body, like, every muscle in my body is just fucking done tonight it's it's over i'm i can't do it um so i as i'm like just floating by gage is like hey you good and i was like i'm not fucking good gage i fucking hate this like i was very upset and at, yeah. at the time yes i i was very much against it i didn't want to do it i, I was done with it yeah. now looking back i'm like eh, it wasn't that bad it was fine i kept like, reminding him it might be a good story someday <laughs> like Someday was the next day when I called my mother and was yeah. like, yeah, I almost died yesterday, and she freaked out. And <laughs> well, it would be the last time on this trip. What? Did we almost die a second time? Well, I guess the first time is the, um, I mean, the storm. Oh, it. I don't count that, only because we were in a car. <laughs> if we had careened off the side into a ditch, yeah, we almost died. Right. But, but we were in a car, and we stayed on the road well, the whole time. Well, me and Brandon almost did, trying to get uh, through the dirt roads and shit. It was That's pretty true. bad. There was, uh, like, a barely one-car lane road that we went, and then someone mm -hmm. was coming our direction. And luckily for us, there was a divot on the side that we could pull off to so they could pass us. Right. Um, so we had all that happen at the river, yeah. and then we get to the end, and me and Brandon kind of look at each other, and we're like, how do we stop? Like, we, we, we did it. Like, Gage didn't really direct us. We kind of just were able to glide into the banks, and we yeah, were fine. That's really all you needed. But then me and Brandon looked at each that. other, and we're like, how the fuck would we have, like, gotten back? Because there was no paddling up river for us. We're, we're exhausted. Like, we can't fucking do that yeah. shit. And, yeah, um, if we would have missed that embankment, what the fuck would have happened? Like, well, I would have well, been we so you say that, but, like... charged extra for yeah, the next part of the trip. That's true. But at the same but, time... We um we don't know where this goes. Either. Actually, I had looked at a map. I knew exactly where it led out, and it led out at the like public lake part of the campground we were at. Oh, uh, so like, yeah. if we would have kept following it, we would have gotten to the swimming area of that. We could have banked up there and then just carried it farther mm. if we wanted to. 
But like that that's how that would have ended if we missed that embankment. But we had to carry those fucking kayaks up the like yeah, um, the stairs. stairs and there was a guy there well, working. We actually didn't have to, but we did. Because that's said, true. He said, he park, said park I could leave him there. Fine, but he was the only one there. Yeah, and I felt so bad. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I, I, I'll muster the last of my energy. <laughs> I like yeah. shouldered mine and I'm going up there and like I come back down and I grab the other one. Oh, God. Like Gage and Brandon got theirs and oh, fuck. So on the drive home, we're all soaked. Well, technically we weren't soaking wet because we all had to change clothes oh, I, i'd like to mention this i did not tip on this 80 percent tip rate well yeah but you're also the only one experienced like had, only tipping I, one time on this river was actually a win for me I yeah think. it is like, a big win. I, I was super proud of myself in that aspect because i've only been on uh the same river a few times and that river is very slow like the last <laughs> bit of our river it was like that the entire time but this one, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I'm just like white knuckling through a lot of this shit. And like, oh. guys, watch but out. When we had, we got back and we, they had us park our car at the campground we were at. Um, so we took the car, we drove over to one of the bathrooms they had there and changed into dry clothes, me and Brandon. And then we drove to Gaylord, got to this um, fucking hotel. And we're sitting there and I'm like, Every part of my body hurts. Like I went into the shower because I was like I was covered in grimy stuff still. But I go in there. I'm looking at my fucking body, and I've got scratches up my arms and my legs from like holding myself above the water in that weird position. Which I don't do push-ups often enough to be able to have done that. So it must have been some adrenaline junkie like superhero <laughs> powers. Like yeah. yeah! <laughs> it was either that or die. Yeah, that's more or less what it was. Or drown, like, I mean. He, well, drowning is dying. dying. In front of these fucking nurses. <laughs> I'm not dying with this dickhead giving me pointers on how to not die. Yeah, we nurses offering me edibles. Yeah, we did catch back up we to did. the nurses. And we they did, they, they, off, they offered Gage an edible and wine, yeah. for sure. Well, they offered did, me, too, because they were like, how are you doing? I was like, not great. I, I did want an edible, but... I couldn't get over to the raft, and also they were bunched up, so it's not like I could pull up anywhere to... Apparently, like, life or death scenarios is a great way for me to, like, talk to women, too, because I bumped yeah. in a bunch of, like, younger girls' rafts and everything, and the problem was, I was like, I can't tell if they're, like, 16 or if they're 22, so I'm not gonna engage, but, like, I bumped into one, because I can't control the fucking kayak, yeah. and... I was like, hey, how you doing? My name's Dylan. Did and you pull up backwards one time to yeah. somebody? I was like, hey, how you doing? And, like, <laughs> yeah. and they were like, what was that? It was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I can't control this fucking thing. I'm I, sorry I that know. I hit you. Yeah. And they're just like, okay, well, you know, my name's this. And like, and I was like, cool. And then like, I started to turn back around without paddling okay, at all. I'm like, later. all right, see you guys later. Like, <laughs> River cool. wants me to go now. And, so that was like that was a fun little thing that happened there, but yeah. I was too focused on not dying to try and flirt with people at all. Yeah. It was more just like a common courtesy, like "Oh, sorry, hit you there." Oh, like, sorry. <laughs> Did this all start from you being like, speaking of Sasquatch? What's your guys' best pickup lines? No, or whatever? this started with the you Rocky not story. being it, not have seen Rocky until you Which were like, we still have like a year old. But anyway, we got back. The story has gone on long enough. Yeah, we're at about an hour and a half into this podcast now. Yeah, that's a good story. But like. Okay, just to finish up the story, and then we'll probably call it for the uh, podcast, but we get to the um, hotel. 
we get in, we turn the TV on, and Rocky 1 is finishing, and, like, Rocky's kicking the shit out of Apollo, and I'm sitting there, and I was like, Apollo's the river, and I'm Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he, he didn't even vocalize it much. He just muttered it to himself, and I, I look over to him, I and that's like, I, feel right? like, I feel like that was the first time Gage was like, I think Dylan actually almost died. Like, right. I think he, like, had a fucking near-death experience, and he's, like, just now coming down from the adrenaline, but, right. like... <laughs> We're sitting there and we finish Rocky one and then we're like, we're hungry. And I was like, I don't want to move. <laughs> so eventually we ended up leaving because we went to that restaurant that had that really good oh, yeah. like sandwich that I got. And we sit there and we're eating it, but we're eating in silence. Like we all know what just happened. We're, we're like decompressing. <laughs> we're trying to get our mind right again. <laughs> we're all just like. All right, so this is a pretty good pulled pork sandwich. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, very somber. And luckily, to break this somberness, there was a live. Oh, there musician. was a live musician there, and he was going hard. And I actually went up to him and was like, "Hey, man, good job!" Like, I'm. I, I really hit the guy. Yeah, I, I went up there. I gave him like a twenty buck. I gave him twenty bucks because like people were complaining that he was too loud, but he yeah. literally wasn't that loud. But he also, it was just a group of older women that were like. Like, don't sit outside. Then. He, he also <laughs> warned people ahead of time. He did. I'm doing sound checks and then I'm going to start doing a little performance. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll check the levels and ask you guys if they're okay. Yeah. And, and he did. Said no one okay. said anything to yeah. him. So he was like, oh, okay, well, they're good. And Which is what the, you do when you're sound checking. were complaining came after, after fact, that. Yeah. But he was set up outside. So they should have been they able to see. They should have, like, yeah. Anyway, like. His, he was cool. I talked yeah. to him, and I was like, hey, man, great job and everything. And I tipped him, and he was like, oh, thanks. And I just, uh, live music, like, he was actually playing a guitar and a keyboard, and he was singing and shit. Yeah, so, like, anyone that's, like, actually proficient in an instrument has my respect anymore, because modern music has, like, diminished that ability for a lot of people. It's all just, like... Oh, we we bought this soundtrack online, like this drum track. Why, why don't you go ahead and sing a few lyrics over it, and then they auto tune the shit out of their voices. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a tangent I get on entirely. So we we got to cut for the next there. one. But <laughs> when we got back from the uh, hotel, we all, or the uh, restaurant, we all sat down. We turned Rocky on. I think that was the last time any of us said anything to each other because so we're just sitting there and Rocky two. Three, four, and then like Rocky Five played, and, and I'm pretty sure Creed <clears throat> played at the end. Of uh, no, two. Rocky, like Rocky Balboa, the sixth one was playing when I turned off the TV at like three in the morning. Yeah, I, I, the like, last I remember seeing the end of Rocky Four, and then I went to bed. Yeah, so, so they passed out, and I couldn't like oh, I sleep entirely. But so I turned it off, and I'm sitting there in the dark, and I'm like. Never again. Never again will I go kayaking. <laughs> like, would you go uh, kayaking? Uh, maybe. Not on the surface. <laughs> not not yes. on that river. I was gonna like, say on I would hundred percent. Sure. I would hundred percent go kayaking again. I would just not go on that same river. Just not. But if we were, like went out in the middle of like and we just like kayaked on a lake or something like well, that. See, would that's be the fun. problem. Is like if you're on a lake and you flip. You're you're paddling your ass back to shore. There ain't though. There's nothing that you're like standing up on to get back you're, in there. Uh, you're probably less likely to flip on a still lake than you are in until the fucking, a storm comes in. Well, well, at that point I you're mean, probably gonna leave. Pick up, you yeah. can get some pretty bad waves. You were pretty choppy. I flipped on a lake. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like a calm river is a better bet because like. Normally, rivers have trees that will block the wind from getting the water too choppy. Mm -hmm. If anything, like 
you'll probably bottom out on sandbars before you fucking like. I want to kayak uh, on Mac Island. I want to kayak in that little ditch over by my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> Is there enough water in there? <laughs> uh, when the rainy seasons hit. Right. All right. So when it's downpouring. When you when you like drive by my house and you see that the ditch is flooded by like the very road. Yeah, there's enough water back there because that's where all the water's coming from. Okay. <laughs> You're just in there, like not moving, like moving your paddles back and forth. <laughs> Life jacket yeah. on. I'm training for the Olympics, mom. Yeah. I'm training for the sturdy part two. <laughs> all right. I think we've been going long enough. That's about an hour and forty minutes. But that story was probably half of like. The yeah, well, the first ha- like the first thirty minutes was us just talking about Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> video games I'd argue in general. The Assassin's Creed talk was a little bit longer. Uh yeah, but anyway, if you guys liked this, uh, I would like to start doing this at least once a month. Throw up one um, every so often. We can't do weekly. I can. I can already assure that for now. But like yeah. our schedules are too misaligned to be able to do that. But we all work a lot. We have that, lives. <laughs> that is true. I think once a month is safe for yeah. Yeah. All, those, all of us to be able to pinpoint D&D. one day. <laughs> yeah. We also say we do D and D once a month, but then uh, that always falls through because <laughs> half the group is just like, nah. I'm out of state. Yeah. I'm. I'm out of state. I don't want to show up because my girlfriend's got a baby or something. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> my girlfriend's got a baby. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds Doesn't like even something. sound like she's having a baby or anything like that. It's just like she just found one. Yeah. It sounds like something Colton would come up with, but yeah. you know. Anyway, um, if you guys enjoyed this, go ahead and like and subscribe and leave a comment if you want to have any more topics for us to talk about. Uh, uh, shout out to Sweet Baby Ray's and uh, Great Value <laughs> Nuggets. Uh, and Casey Masterpiece and French's yeah. Mustard, which, yep. is, you yep. know, they didn't sponsor this at all. That's just the sauce that I had sponsored, in the fridge. just delicious. <laughs> yeah, that's that was our choice of snack for the podcast, and we didn't even really eat that many of them. But it's okay, I'll eat them later. Uh, wait until next time when I attempt to make Cuban sandwiches. Or we could just, you know, make grilled cheese. That works, too. Grilled cheese and tomato soup. <laughs> Tune in next time for the next food at the lunch table. And... <laughs> like, all right, guys. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.